me. Hey, to, thanks for tuning in to Meet the Shoe Shackle History Unleashed. Today we have the lovely Lola Oloye on here, and we're gonna talk yeah. about how she overcame all the obstacles with opening up the first braiding school in Minnesota. And maybe she can give you some views and viewpoints and stuff to, to create your own program or you know just Lola, just tell us your story because I know it's been uh, it took a long time. You started yeah. off at a certain um, stage in life, like when the school was being um, braiding was a core a curriculum for the state cosmetology board, uh, cosmetology you know board, and they dropped that. You were on the news one time before about it, so could just give us a, a cap, recap on what happened in the past to right now. Well, um, it, it's been a long, it was a long haul for me starting off. Um, I gradually, you know, um, I had, um, who inspired me is when I went to um, a hair braiding seminar in Atlanta, Georgia. And um, I took um, Talia Wajad. Okay. Yes, Talia Wajad, she has her own hair care line. It's, I think she's pretty much the, very much the first since um she pioneered she recently she's yes the person to get on shelves mm -hmm. um, she has her own product line and uh I, when i went it's a three-day course mm -hmm. and i i you know a lot of people don't know you have to invest in yourself you know yes. you wanna, I don't know how much did you invest in was that your that, first time investing into a program as far as mentorship was that the first time yes yes and that how much first time? This cost? was in 2000. Okay. What well, year was that? Maybe 2000, 2001. Okay. okay. Maybe 2001 is mm -hmm. when I took her course. And uh, I traveled, it was 1500. Okay. And uh, I was like, you know, once I read her description and what she was training us, she trained us like in 15 different ways on how to do natural hair. Okay, okay wait. Before you get into how she trained you, Explain to the viewers or a future student of yours or a person that's sitting at home that don't know the steps to take to even invest in themselves. You know, they hear it and they think it's cliche. Right. Explain yes. to them that the 1500, you know, that was for the course, right? Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, explain over the period of time what it took for you to take them steps and did you go by yourself? you know, the whole beginning stages of it. Cause a lot of times people they're scared, mm -hmm. but if they hear you, they, they might, you know, take the chance on doing it. Right. Well, it was around the time when natural hair and braiding became more popular, you know, okay. and I had, I was in a salon and I had customers come in the shop and they wanted hair braid. Mm -hmm. And I did not know how to put extensions in, but I knew okay. how to braid. So right. I, I would do it, but I was doing it on the way that I thought was should have been done, you know. So you so now you're saying you were learned you learned by just watching other people or yes. just thinking you knew or try to put the put the pieces together on how to attach the hair. So when yes. you went there, you found out you was attaching the hair wrong, right? Right. I wasn't uh, oh, doing it. I wasn't actually doing it wrong, but I wasn't making it look, you know, natural or I wasn't um, putting in, uh, I'll put too much of the stitching in at one time, you know, okay. um, 
I didn't do like I didn't session it off in three sessions and then braid. I'll mm -hmm. just grab the hair, put the get the stitch and grab the hair and get the braiding. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so <laughs> I knew I needed I needed some training. Okay. And I have passion in this industry, you know. Yeah. I, I, I love doing hair. I always loved doing hair since I was 12 years old. You know, I did my own cornrows when I was 12 years old, mm -hmm. and no one didn't know that, you know, they didn't believe I did it. And when I oh did do it you know so anyway um like i say it was more around time when hair braiding and natural hair was becoming more popular mm -hmm. and i'm like you know what i i had this um magazine that's when we used to look at hairstyles on magazines and stuff mm -hmm. and so i had this magazine and i um uh, was looking through it and i seen this you know tilia waja advertisement Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, look, all these different hair braiding techniques in there. What really, you know, saying drove me to go to Atlanta and take it is when I seen that she would give us DVD um, instructional videos. Okay. Right. Well, actually, it was tape cassette. It wasn't even DVD. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, wow. So I'm going because then once I get there and learn, you know, then I will be able to, you know, uh, go back. And we want, you know, play the uh, instructional uh, video and retain the information. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I did forget, you know. Okay. So I was excited. I went by myself. Oh. And, uh, yeah. I, I Were you, so was it, wait, was that your first time going to Atlanta? That was my first time going to No, Atlanta. I don't know. Well, we went to, no, we went to Atlanta for the freak Nick, remember? Oh, the girl. For but but it, was your, it was your first <laughs> it was your first time going to Atlanta taking care of business yes, by yourself yes. without someone else. Exactly. Yeah. So you're going to you're going to Atlanta, the big city of um, you know, the Black Mecca. Big Apple, right? Right. <laughs> and you're going to, you know, cuz back then it was like, oh, you go to Atlanta, you get put on. Especially, you know, during exactly. the Freak Week, when we went to the Freak Week back then, it's like, you know, wow, all these black people and, you know, yes, yes, yes. people so doing things this woman um that you're inspired by and mm -hmm. she has these products and she's gonna teach you so your first day tell us your first day of experience in the in the class you said it was three days yes yes okay. i rented a room uh, the hotel room that i rented the um the courses was being held there okay mm -hmm. she rented out a ballroom and everything you know oh, yeah. and so we had to be there at eight in the morning it was uh -huh. eight to five Okay. So it's all day, like a boot camp, you know, for three days. Wow. So I got up, I, I, you know, I tried to be cost effective and mm -hmm. I brought my own mannequin head combs <laughs> and stuff like that. She said, you can do that or you can spend 50, uh, what's it, maybe 300 on the kit. Right. And I'm like, you know, I already know special. I got my own mannequin here and stuff right. like that. You know, 1500 for the course right. and then uh, for the training and then mm -hmm. uh, my air flight and hotel. So I spent about 2500 you know, okay. something like that all together, you know, okay. invest in myself. And that's very important because mm -hmm. I looked at it like this. That 1500 that I'm spending on the course, I can do three of those braid styles and get my money back. You know right. what I mean? Because she's showing me things that I, I don't know. I did not know how to do. So you know, the game so that she gave you was priceless. Was and it was well priceless. worth a uh, hundred times more than the 2500 you know, total that you right. spent on yourself. Yes. It was a lifelong investment because yeah, and I'm here never, right now today you, and still you know um <laughs> using it, you know. Yes. I'm still I'm still in the business, you know. I'm um 
I'm utilizing everything I have learned from her today, okay. you know, okay. and I'm training my students with the experience that I learned from her. You know, okay. she was doing undetectable additions. She was doing knotless before people came out with the word knotless. Actually, yeah. I was the first one to start calling knotless because I wanted to be different from her. Okay. Right in Minneapolis, when I started my courses, mm -hmm. I, uh, I was just I just had a safety and sanitation course going on because that's all the board could approve. Okay. And by the way, I lobbied that to get approved. Okay. Yes, you did. Yeah. Approved that. Now talk about the lobbying that I can go in and buy, get my own school without having the board, you know, involved. Okay. Right. Yeah, so that's just what, from uh, you, just from you taking her course and you having the experience of what you learned with her, and then practicing on the clients when you came home, you're able to, you were able to do the safety and sanitation. That's where that was the next step that you took. After. That was in 2006. Okay. okay. Yeah. So you know, um, from 2001 to 2006, I'm in the in the shop. Okay. You know, and I started training. I started working at Scott Lewis School in St. Paul as an instructor. Okay. And so I was I was teaching it there at Scott Lewis School. I have a braiding little seminar at the school. And I was teaching that, um, you know, the students how to do, they wanted to learn how to do pinch braids. Yes. They wanted to learn how to do, um, uh, how to add the extensions in. You know, that was more okay. important with the people mm -hmm. that was around me at that moment. So, you know, and how to do a, a micro braze. You know, that's when micro braze was popular and stuff. Okay. So uh, yes. I was showing them the undetectable extension way because that's how I learned, you know. <laughs> and I was just putting uh, uh, each strand in a time in, you know, three times. You know, that's okay. how she did it. She did it kind of different than how we doing knotless now. But mm -hmm. uh, at that point, I was calling it knotless because mm -hmm. I didn't want to call it undetectable stitching because she the one branded it that way you know yes, did, yeah i was still doing her technique right, <laughs> I, knew that I was still you know <laughs> uh you know not but you did it your way though you yeah, did it your I way did. and made it work yeah, for you yes I think that's what it going through. everybody yes. ran with knotless to start right to this day they calling it knotless you know right. but yeah um when I went to Atlanta, it was a it was a great experience. It was okay. great. Like I said, I felt like I was investing myself. I'm gonna make this money back. You mm -hmm. know, I was so excited when I was there. I'm looking at the atmosphere, the people that was around. She had people from China. She yeah. had people from different areas of you know the United States. You know, in different states and stuff. And right. There was like 20 of us. I'm like counting all this money up in here. I'm like, wow. <laughs> this lady's <laughs> and then so you know then she, the kids entrepreneurship in you yeah i need to get on bad rack with this so i'm telling the right. other girls like i'm taking this to minnesota with me and i'm doing the same thing that's right, right. you know so um that was like thousand dollars in that room one okay yeah. a whole bunch of money <laughs> I'm gonna learn anything I can, and you know she had another girl there that was you know walking around and showing us how to do it along with her. Okay, and so I can't wait to see her again. So that would be another little podcast, uh, you know, interview because once I my sister was telling me, Charlotte was telling me that she's having a, a different business entrepreneurship like class, of course, at, in April, and I would love to go there, and hopefully she mm -hmm. still remember me. <laughs> and I think she will because when she seen my name, 
She said, right. oh, Oloye is here in Atlanta. And I said, mm -hmm. it is? And she said, yes, it's Oloye is here. And I'm like, okay, maybe they're some relatives of mine. But then it was just your okay. occasions, you know? So yeah. she's right. like, look at your occasions and you will see that it's Oloye in uh, Atlanta. So okay. I think she will remember me just because of those that uh, talking about together, you know? Right. So, so yeah. with the, when when you when was 2006 um what stopped in 2006 you said from 2001 to 2006 you were doing you were dealing with clients so you were practicing you were mm -hmm. you know up in your skills yeah yeah but but in between now uh, you know i had some drawbacks in my life so okay. you know <laughs> that'd be another that's another episode you know i don't okay. want to get into all that okay but i wasn't fluent within those six years to say that okay Mm -hmm. okay. mm -hmm. And then, so, so two, two, what's 2006 up until now? Well, 2000 and um, uh, around 2006, that's when I got approved uh, to be a, a, a hair braid course provider. Mm -hmm. okay. I was one of the ones that was approved. It probably was a couple of people on that list at that mm -hmm. time, but it wasn't much, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I could you explain uh, the steps? What was that uh, safety and sanitation um, course? What, what, what was the what entailed and what they had to well do. i know i had to have a curriculum for them I, first it was the board of barber the barbers had possession of oh. natural hair in braiding really? oh wow yes so and the, I barbers to, don't, the barbers don't braid i don't know why they would put it in that category but i'm assuming because no chemicals are involved right because right. really what barbering no it's any chemicals they i think they probably um learn a little bit about it you know but they i don't think they practical with it you know okay. i think it's in their theory so they would know about it and mm -hmm. uh what you know far as the, how it changed the structure of the hair and everything but uh, uh, uh chemistry of the hair you know mm -hmm. conversation of the hair Okay. But it was that uh I don't think they really actually practically do it. So right. um but so but yeah, the barbers had possession of it, and I had to go to go see the, the barbers, you know, to get approved for uh to, to how did um, you feel about that? <laughs> it they gave me a hard time, and I'm thinking it's because they oh. wasn't aware of um hair braiding they didn't know what to do the man kept going back and forth and i, I thought about saying what do i need to do to build this curriculum up you know so what, I don't was know what, do time, what was the issues what was the, uh, like name one exact issue that you was having with the board of uh barbers for the mm -hmm. safety and sanitation course it was an issue with him like because he did not know what to do i came in there and i had what i did was i mimicked um some salon fundamentals so okay. in their salon for the middles and the safety and sanitation part, they gave me a list of the things that that need to be included in the safety and sanitation. And mm -hmm. I said, oh, wow. And I'm looking through my book, you know, my uh, fundamentals book. Uh, and I'm like, OK, the cosmetology fundamentals, you know, and I'm looking like this is what he wants. So, you know, what I'm saying I went to, I already yeah. trained and I, and I was a, an instructor before and everything. Mm -hmm. And I actually had the whole curriculum at that in my possession at that time and mm -hmm. so i drew out with one of the uh, lesson plans mm -hmm. i in 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 i print out the curriculum the, that just the, those three chapters that they wanted which was um trichology which okay. is the study of the hair 
um, what is uh, infection control, and that's um, microbiology, and mm -hmm. then um, the other one was uh, ooh, what's the other one? Um, infection control. Um, uh, not no uh, trichology. Those was the main two ones. Study of the skin. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So when yeah. the, when the, when the, okay. So ooh, this is getting ooh, this right is getting up. a little technical for somebody that I don't know nothing about this stuff, right? right? Yeah. So when you're when you're when you're um no, I want to go back. So the barber, the instructor, right? That's over. That's um giving you your your what was it? Your license at the time for? Yep, I was a licensed cosmetologist, but okay. So do you think that um? I, I'm still am a licensed cosmetologist, by the way. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Did you feel that he was like kind of like intimidated by I think um, so. your I think knowledge of girl, he was walking to... back and forth. Okay. Once I seen my papers, you know, everything I presented to him mm -hmm. and he left. We came back, left. I see him walking up and down the hallways. I'm sweating bullets. Like, what is going on right here? Is he going to prove it or what? What else do I need? You know? And uh, he came back and he was like, you know, I'm going to send this to cosmetology. Oh, wow. We don't know too much about this. And oh. that's how it ended up getting into the cosmetology uh, um, uh, umbrella of cosmetology. Okay. 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 Right. Lola, yeah. hey. That's <laughs> So and you, I, I remember when it was a lawsuit against a certain um, hair braiders mm -hmm. to get licensed, or because they, what do you remember the instance? Actually, the hair braider, um, I forgot her name, but she was um, her shop was in uh, St. Paul, and okay. what was going on? The board of cosmetology examiners would go into her salon and find her, and. Oh. You know, she ended up suing them. Yeah. She ended up suing the board of cosmetology because she felt like, you know, they were, you know, intruding on her. And when she don't hold a license and she's not using chemical and this is a culture, um, this is uh, something that she'd been doing from her country. She was from uh, Africa somewhere. And she felt like this is something she'd been doing since, you know, forever. Her family done it. And, you know, she don't understand why they find her. And, and she obviously was paying because she's suing because she felt like they wrongfully invaded her salon mm. in which it turned out that she was correct, mm. you know, cause she wasn't licensed by the board of cosmetology. Mm -hmm. okay. So they end up putting, um, going through legislation, you know, uh, to take it out of cosmetology and wish that uh, we won basically. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm, okay. I have myself as we now, because mm -hmm. now I see the bigger picture of right. what she was doing first. I'm going there like, no, it need to be with the board of cosmetology. Cause you know, and all this, uh, cause it, it really, they need to learn safety and sanitation stuff, which they do, they but do. it don't need to be regulated. You know, why okay. regulate something that is not, you know, being chemicals are not being used. You know, mm -hmm. we, we're not burning anyone's hair out or mm -hmm. anything like that. We're not doing nothing invasive. Okay. You know? so why do you think, do you think we should be, uh, natural hair care stylists should be learned? Uh, the safety and sanitation. Do you think Yes, of course. Right? Of course. Training. That's it. Training, but regulations. I'm not too, you know, headstrong on that. 
And, okay. and that's because why regulate something? Why would you want someone to have power over you? You know, a power over, so and it's all about monopolizing. Yeah, monopoly. That's mm -hmm. all it is because then they can send inspectors in there and they can, you know, just for saying, a comb on the floor, you know, yes. that you will clean, you know, right. you, it just, you know, obviously fell behind the counter somewhere, maybe, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yes. and there you go. Let's you know, it's just open up a can, a can of worms. That's unnecessary. Right. You know, but yeah. far as yeah. the learning I'm behind that because okay. they don't they need to know not to use the same combs on people's heads, not yeah. to use right. the same clips in people's heads. You know, right. they, they need to learn different treatments and remedies and stuff that's natural that promotes hair growth for African-American hair. You know, we need that moisture. We need um, a training on how to detangle the hair and maintain and manage natural hair. Right. And right. a lot of us don't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you take a course in doing it, you could do your hair at home and save much more money than right. going to the shop every, what, maybe every couple months or every six to eight weeks, you know? So it's something that can be trained to any and everybody without them having to go through licensing. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know? so, so, so speaking of that, you're in a city, um, Rochester, Minnesota, and you are, it is largely, um, uh, how should I say? Um, it's a large biracial community. Yes. Not just black and white, other cultures mixed with black, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so by you having um, uh, a lot of uh, clients in the past that are of, you know, ethnicity of, you know, they're biracial and you teach them how to comb their hair and to, you know, like you said, not spend a lot of money mm -hmm. when it comes to um, going to the salon to get their hair done. Or there's a um, um, I had witnessed one time being in the shop with Sade that um, she had, um, there was uh, a lot of parents that bring their kids that they have adopted. Oh, yeah. Their kids. And mm -hmm. you being as though not only that you're an instructor and, a, you know, licensed and in law of history mm -hmm. of, 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 um, of how you've been doing hair in a, with people that are biracial, how do you, ex how do you, explain that to the adoptive parents or the you know the parents about how it's important for them to take care of their natural hair mm -hmm. and i have noticed and i have had a lot of customers um biracial um customers and mm -hmm. also adopted kids that's black like me mm -hmm. with my kind of textured hair mm -hmm. i'm in the shop and you know they they don't know what to do with it you know right and the hair all dried out and yeah. breaking hair you know alopecia and all that and dandruff caked up on their scalp mm -hmm. and and what i will tell them and it's through my experience and as education mm -hmm. you know when a person uh, especially a, a ch anyone for that matter but this is a child that we are pertaining to mm -hmm. have all this build up on their scalp it's because they are not washing the hair like they should, you know, because you can build, you can get build up on the scalp from not being clean. Okay. So, um, along with, you know, health issues and 
issues, health issues can come along with that. But if we're speaking of a child in particular, you know, you're not washing her hair and you're not, um, um, uh, more, you know, greasing their scalp, moisturizing their scalp and their hair, you know, mm-hmm. because now the hair is all ate up and broke off. They think that they don't have to wash it like that because a lot of black people say, oh, dirt grow my hair. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not true. That's not true. You got just good hair growth, you know, and it can be longer and more healthier if mm-hmm. you clean clean it once a week or once every two weeks, you know, right. depending on your age. You know, young person, mm-hmm. they can wash their hair every once every two weeks. But me personally, mm-hmm. I got wash my hair at once a week. And because, you know, I got older skin. <laughs> so a lot of sweat and, yeah. you know. You know, and uh, you know, issues yeah. happen because mm-hmm. of my imbalance. My body has working now. You know, so I got to wash my hair once a week. I can't go, you know, two weeks. And if I do go two weeks, it's because uh, I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> or you, you have a protective style in that you want to last. Yes, I got a protective right. style, and mm-hmm. I choose to do that. But mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know that you can wash your hair even with braids in. Yeah. All right. You can wash your hair with braids and cornrows. I won't say no two braid cornrows like what you got to need. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> if you have four to six braids in your hair, yes, you can shampoo your, your cornrows. So what's the what's the worst um, case as far as hair um, that you had to fix? Oh. What 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 would you say has happened with um you know an adult a child you know whatever that you had Tangle to fix hair yeah. hair that's have not been combed. I know a, a lot of people that like don't know want to do daily maintenance on the hair, mm-hmm. and that's basically combing it out so it won't get all tangled and knotted up. Okay. And that's what I have experienced um, here that you know will take forever to detangle. So Ooh. you gotta have a good detangler. You know, okay. you gotta uh, the hair gotta be moist to even comb out. Mm-hmm. You know, so with, with our texture hair and what I have to, I, I what I have told my adopted kids or kids that submits, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, shampoo your hair and comb it out with the conditioner in it. You know, mm-hmm. it will help you get a nice comb through, you know, okay. rinse it out, or, you know, put hair grease or cream in your hair and plait it, okay. grate it in plaits, okay. and then it will stay detangled. And then okay. afterwards, you can unravel the braids when it, once it's dry in the morning, unravel the braids. And you have a nice, you know, blowout looking style. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Mm-hmm. Twist it up, you know, on both sides, like I got mine, or in the front, <laughs> you know, or whatever you got when you want to do to make it cute for you. You yes. know. All right. Okay. All right. So now that you have um, opened the school, mm-hmm. before I open the school, let's go back. What did you have to do to uh, what? Are the particulars you went through with opening your school? It's like I said, funding. Did you have to get funding? Uh, did you do this out of pocket? Did you bootleg it yourself? You know what I mean? Because I know a lot of times it's hard for us to get funding from the government or different programs. Mm-hmm. What did you have to do? Um, I basically saved. Um, I used my. I got a credit card, and um, mm-hmm. I, um, I I I got loans. Like I got, I mean, I got to pay my debts off. I'm still in the process of doing that. So, okay. mm-hmm. so yeah. And yeah, I use those credit cards and okay. I have cash on hand. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how many students do you have? Did you start out with? 
Well, just only, you know, because of the demand of people needing their hair done here. It's like, man, like I, it's hard for me to turn down my customers. It's hard for okay. me to say, look, I'm, I'm going to step back and I can't do this. And I can't do that because I got to focus on my school. I got to advertise my school stuff. So I only had three students in a year. Okay. And which is okay for me because I'm glad it wasn't too much because that's what you now as I renewed my license, you know, you got to do balance sheets and everything. And it's a lot of work, you know, okay. and, uh, transcripts and, you know, um, putting everything together um, in this big old packet they give you for uh, as an application. Right. So if I had a lot going on, if I had more than what I had, baby, I would have been doing like 10, 20 transcripts, <laughs> you know, that, it would been a lot of pressure on me, you know. Right. So right. now I, I'm getting my feet wet learning and that's the type of person I am. I, I, I'm, I'm satisfied with what I have, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to, you know, I, I like to let things happen naturally. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like to push anything. I like for right. God to bless me uh, you know, naturally, you know, what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then I go from there because I feel like, you know, uh, it's there it's, it's there for me to take it, you know what I'm saying? So I just go with the flow with stuff. I don't push, right. it, you know, That's right. so did you now you're under the category. It's not just a um, braiding school where you teach curriculum, teach skill and skill set and stuff, but it is a higher learning school, right? Mm-hmm. Did you? Could you explain that process? Because some people think, oh, it's just a hair braiding school. No, she's in higher education as well. You can go, you know, it's 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 a correct, it's a really good. It's a trade, it's like a trade school. It's a trade okay. school. It's a trade school. It's like cosmetology. If you're sick and tired of um, if you don't want to go to school for 1550 hours, which can end up being a year, you know, mm-hmm. uh eight hours a day, mm-hmm. eight to five. Mm-hmm. You know, you might as well get an AS degree at that point because you're right. spending like $25,000. Right. You know what I mean? for uh, cosmetology. Like, when I went, it was only 5500 Right? <laughs> look, don't, look, don't tell the age that you're showing through with them. It was, it was only 5500 when I went, but right. I still had to do what I had to do. You know what I'm saying? Because right. it's eight to five. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't get time to work. You know, are you a mm-hmm. single parent? You're a single parent. And, you know, um, what time do you have in between hour, after those hours to work when you got to take care of your kids? Right. Yeah. You know, right. so it's a lot of people that's like that. And that's why we got a lot of dropouts. You know, mm-hmm. we got a lot of dropouts because people, uh, that's too much for them in one day. You know, they can't even work, you know what I'm saying? So they drop out because they got, I got to pay, I got to pay bills. You know what I'm saying? I got, I need to eat, you know? Because there I, I, can't, really- I, I don't got enough money to afford food. I'm yeah, eating right. McDonald's every day, you know, right. and you know, they, 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 you know, people that have went to cosmetology school during my time and after my time, you know, uh, we have made hell of a sacrifices. Yeah. You know, yes. and, um, job, really yeah. eight really. to five every day you work in going to school mm-hmm. and you, it's like, it's very hard. There's no room to go work another job. So how no, are you- not at all. Cause I think we got a grant from the state for two thousand dollars just to go That's it. and the rest came out of pocket. You have yep. to pay every month. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep. What What could you um let the viewers know the benefits of going through your program? Mm-hmm. 
And um, is it offered virtually or it has to be in person? I, well, right now I got in person, uh, virtually it's in the making. I do have everything hooked up online uh, on, through my website. I just have to actually, someone called me and was inquiring about that. Thank virtual, you for okay. reminding me. But um, yeah, so um, but I had to embed the Zoom and everything in there. Shot, they know how to do that, so I'm gonna have to get up with her, yes. you know what I'm saying, and see how we're gonna embed the Zoom yeah. with each uh, chapter. Mm -hmm. you know, okay. So we can have a discussion online, mm -hmm. just like how we have it, you know, for each chapter of uh, my curriculum. Yes, right. yes. So, so, how much is the course? The course is $4,500. Okay. $375 for your supply kit. Okay. What's included in the supply kit, they get a cake apron, mannequin head, mannequin stand, mm -hmm. combs, um, brushes um, to do silk presses, the round brush, bro, round bore brushes, mm -hmm. clips, uh, scissors, thinning shears, a razor. Oh, um, so they get everything they, they can be equipped to work in a shop or do it at home. That's right. right. And one more last thing. Um, what a about the parents, like I said, that um, have adoptive kids, right? Or have biracial kids and they can't afford it. Do you offer any videos or, you know, will you be creating any Zooms to help them in the home? Yes, I will. Yes, I will. That's in the making too. And like I said, I, I got so, that's what I, I have got, you know, plan on doing, you know, I got so much to do with this. And, but the problem is, lies in customers because i'm like i like money so when you know say when they call me and say they want this, that drug, I'm, I'm gonna jump on it you know what i'm saying and i'm and by me being so passionate in the hair industry mm -hmm. i don't want to turn my customers down i don't want them to right. no one else i want to come in my shop and see them sitting somewhere else i'm gonna be hating no. <laughs> 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 so I try to keep my That's all right. So I have to try to balance all of that. That's what I need to do. I need to balance that. I need to, you know, because I'm old enough now where I just want to do straight education. I mm -hmm. want to be a, a straight up educator. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, uh, and I still right now, as I'm telling you this, I got in the back of my mind. I want to um still do my customers too. Your hair braiding videos have been such a joy to watch, and you have picked my interest in the art of hairstyling as someone who is bald. <laughs> He's a <the> best. <laughs> hey, we can fix that too, honey. Okay, you can get a man. They got, they got techniques out here. They call it man weaves. Okay. okay. <laughs> that's part you of it too. hair on them for a day, huh? Okay. You, know, you know, it can last two weeks. Okay. Right. Yeah. Peter, are you to hear that, Peter? <laughs> but you, Peter, you have to get it done every maybe two weeks because I know you want to shampoo your hair. So we're going to keep it every two weeks. <laughs> I am curious to know if you think that hair braiding could be a viable line of work for someone like myself. If right. you look, you can right. learn how to braid, honey. Anyone can learn how to braid. You just have to I have can. patience. Yes. Yeah. And there's plenty of men determined. out there that braid really good. You got to oh, be yeah. serious. Yeah. <laughs> hair braiding is it's an art. It's a is 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 beautiful, and it's for anyone that's interested in it. Right. Yes, it is. Yes. No discrimination. Huh? No and discrimination. How many, how many hours? Okay. The times and hours of your course once they complete it, and what do they get after they complete it? 
So uh, it's from 10 to 3, mm-hmm. five hours a day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Five days a week. Five days a week. Mm-hmm. Saturdays are my makeup days. So okay. if you miss okay. any day of the week, you can make up on Saturday. Oh, oh nice. Sweet. So you're being flexible. Very flexible. That is oh, good. Wow. That's good. That being said, you're determined them for them to win. Exactly. <laughs> so with that being said, 83% of attendance, if they make, that's passing. Okay. 83% of attendance is passing. Okay. okay. So actually they can miss almost, you know, a day a week and still be a successful. successful. Okay. Okay. And then once they're done with their, um, they get a certificate and do you have job placement? That's the thing a lot of people Mm -hmm. wonder because it's so hard to get into the uh, field of braiding hair, being a natural hair care braider. Do you have job placement for them? I, um, I would love, yes. Uh, you can say in a sense that's that's mm-hmm. in the making too. Um, I do have uh, a station available. I have two other people. I only have four stations right now, you guys. So actually, okay. three of them is full. Okay. And I'm gonna. Uh, I was thinking, saying this, uh, Shadi, that what I would like to do the office is to make it out of salon, my own personal salon, my office, okay. and it still could be an office space. You know, I just got to pull the carpet, put flat tile floors down, and put a chair and a booth in there, right? And and, it, and I can, uh, you know, train and have my own private sessions and with my customers and have that extra chair open. I also want to outsource to different salons, you know, mm-hmm. like if I have more students, I can outsource them to um, Cashmere Lux, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's the job availability yeah. at Cashmere Lux, you know, yeah. or other brain hair, uh, brain salons that, mm-hmm. uh, or co- even salons, cosmetology salons encourage yeah. hair braiding in their salons as well. So mm-hmm. you can feel and be like a, hairstylists that went to school for 1550 hours and just come with just completing my 300 hour course yeah and i and i can see a lot of uh places here in rochester or uh outsourced like in other salons or surrounding here Mm -hmm. adopting or taking in a natural hair care braider because they know it's needed right yes it's much i can't do all the heads myself no it is it's a lot. It's a lot business here in braid, hair braiding. It is. Yeah, so I, I am. I'm just just it's so blessed not, to have the two girls that's that's full time at my shop right now. Mm-hmm. It's starting to 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 um to tell you this story about how um there was a girl that I met when I was on um a government um extended vacation, and she explained <laughs> that um. <laughs> She worked at uh, cost cutters. Hmm. What she wanted to learn while, you know, we were staying in the same place together, she wanted to learn how to braid and she wanted to learn how to wrap hair because in the small town that she was from, being as though there's, you know, fantastic sounds and cost cutters, you rarely Mm -hmm. see a natural hair care person. But even... The people that are Caucasian, they often wear extensions. Mm -hmm. They have to braid their hair. Majority of the time for it to last, right? Mm -hmm. They want their hair, they want their hair braided. And usually what she was, what was happening to her was she would braid, but she didn't know how to properly braid 
So when she put the extension on, it wouldn't last for the people that was paying hundreds of dollars to get the extension. Mm -hmm. So by someone taking your course and learning how to properly braid, mm -hmm. they would be able to send getting that you know your student will be able to braid the hair and send them over to the person that's adding the extension correct oh yeah because a lot that's of people do don't know the process they don't mm -hmm. understand or know that process that's more of a reason of why they will want to learn and mm -hmm. go through your course as well mm -hmm. even if they didn't they could just be the middleman person right they just get you know one of the person that do the braiding and the natural hair and all that or work with somebody to have the clientele and assist that mm -hmm. person Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, because a lot of I know a lot of my uh, Caucasian clients, they may get a couple tracks, which it has to be braided in mm -hmm. between the tracks yeah. or pinch braids. They get pinch braids, which is a little some braided in extensions. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, very, it's a good uh, job for someone in a natural hair care braids. They just don't realize it. But it's a lot of money in the field. I think them. they realize it. It's just like I like I said, it's, it's an industry that's up and going you know it's, it's still mm -hmm. you know it haven't uh it's it's entering the the this world and uh it's on the rise you right. know and it's still rising and a mm -hmm. lot of people are still um they scared to transition from relaxed from elastic to natural because yeah. they don't know how to manage their hair. So take right. the course and learn how to manage your hair and just be natural like me and be right. Natural can be kicking up. God gave you, you know what I'm saying? This is God gave was, you know, work it. Right. Yeah, work and it. what do what do you say to the people that um like myself that wants to steer away from um perm, right? Mm -hmm. And they are worried about like their edges being laid. How do you fix that? How how would my edge look laid, girl? Yeah, they're down. That's what I'm saying. How he do you how do you how do you you know walk someone into wanting to do that? Like, how do you encourage them? I should say, not necessarily talk them into, but encourage them to do um to go natural. Mm -hmm. A bit chop. I'm scared. <laughs> A big chop, no. I did that big chop, baby. I was like, oh, we all look crazy. Okay, so like I said, they can get braids, get the hair braid, let it grow out, let it grow out natural, get you know, treatments, oil treatments, and everything like that. Moisturizing treatments to keep the hair soft from breaking because when you have that natural hair growth and you got that straight hair on the ends, those ends are weak now. You know, okay. they are weak. And because yeah. the natural hair is more strong and tougher, it's like, what's these little lands on me? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. You know, I'm just giving you a little, uh, you know, example, not example, but you know. That is true, though. For instance, you know, your last week it's gonna break off if the if the stomach and the back is too strong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, you know, I have to be silly. I gotta get y'all laugh. But yeah, so you can um that's why the treatments, you know, come in play. Mm -hmm. And then you know, let it grow out and get your little silk presses and stuff. You know, get yeah, some silk okay. presses done and yeah. get your ends clipped every month and kind yeah. of clean it up and you know gradually take those straight weekends off 
Okay. Yeah. Danina, you already know I had it. The struggle was real when you was watching me go through the process. I said, I'm mm-hmm. gonna relax this stuff again. Then Lola was like, No, you got nice hair. I said, No, She's I don't do it. <laughs> yeah, her hair so good, baby. I wish I had her hair, baby. <laughs> no hair is nicer than mine, I thought. <laughs> Who? Your hair is mine. Is it is it is it the people steer away from um natural hair due to not knowing what to do with it though? Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Not knowing like what to do with all it. the time. Like I said, you know, uh, me personally, you know, uh, you save more money having your hair natural. Okay. You think you know so? Why? I think so. And you know what? And and, and it's it's a um, give and take with that. Okay. It is a give and take. And the reason why I came to the conclusion that natural hair is... Um, thank you. Thank you, Angela. Thank you. Thank you. Beauty, baby. The reason why I believe that natural hair is um, uh, less expensive to take care of Uh is because you get a you get your black braid style, you know, you get some boss braids, you know, medium boss braids. Um, It's two hundred dollars, right? Yeah, it can last for two months, right? Right. So you don't have to worry about that. It's good for too much. You don't have to wake up beautiful. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to worry about your hair for two months. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like Beyonce said, I woke up like this. I woke you know up like saying? this. Huh? And, and then, you know, after you take your braids down, you can just, if you got the right products, mm-hmm. you can shampoo your hair with a moisturizing shampoo, mm-hmm. condition it with a moisturizing conditioner, right? Mm-hmm. And have you some hair cream and pat your hair, unravel your hair, and wear you a natural hairstyle or wear a two-strand twist style for two weeks yeah. or maybe even a month. Just take care of your own hair for a month because you can right. just, you can you can change up your style every two weeks. So right. now you got additional month. So now you got three months of not going into the shop. Right. Mm-hmm. Without right? the hot comb on it, right? Without you the going out and doing like I'm doing it. Do that for a month. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Until mm-hmm. you feel like I want a braid style that I don't have to touch it. Period. You know what I'm right. saying? I want a protective style where I don't have to do anything to it. I want to sew in. I don't have to do anything to it. Now, mm-hmm. on the other hand, when you're dealing with relaxer, relaxed hair, you know, mm-hmm. you got to get that hair relaxed every four to six weeks. Yeah. If not, you will, it will break off. That's yeah. when was like, oh, my hair shedding all over the place. Right. And that's because, and <laughs> you know, I just told you, that natural hair growing out is more stronger than your straight hair. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got, it depends on the texture of your hair. If you got a texture hair like mine, you have to get it relaxed every four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then in between that time, too, you got to get treatments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're supposed to get treatment. treatments to keep okay. that hair that's relaxed strong. Okay. You know? And don't don't know. And if you're trying to do it at home, you mm. know, and some of us do it, we're gonna overlap, and we're gonna yeah. put relaxer on the hair that's already been previously relaxed, and we're gonna mm. break it off even more. And you know? like, the relaxer took my hair out when all that you took your own hair out because you're in the kitchen yourself doing it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So that's why is the professional always got to be involved when it comes down to chemical 
obstacles. Right. You know, so <laughs> a professional, you got to get it professionally done. And yeah. then, so you're doing that every four to six weeks, getting your hair relaxed, right? Mm-hmm. And then it costs like a hundred dollars, you know, it's stuff costs now. You know, mm-hmm. so you get and that's just a basic style. That's just a wrap with it, you know, relaxer and a wrap or a roller set, you know, for eighty to a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. One twenty sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's whoever stylist you dealing with. So you say monthly, it, it's way more costs way more uh, monthly than it does for uh, natural. Yeah, natural. because you gotta get treatments in between it. You got okay. some people that wear they brace that longer than two months. Yeah. <laughs> They do. You still can wash it. You can oh. shampoo it in between. Mm-hmm. Okay. The smaller braid, the more it lasts. You know. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, even with uh, sew-ins, you know, as long mm-hmm. as the braids are really small and you're sewing, mm-hmm. yep, it lasts. Yeah. Sew-ins, you can the, wash the the, the the thing about having a sew-in though, past thirty days, me personally, really three weeks, is that um, a person isn't gonna wash it. You're supposed to wash it. And even and then when you wash it, right? It's the getting the dryer down in those braids and everything being back dry because the it can mold. It can mold. (laughs) You gotta sit under the dryer. Yeah. You have to sit under the dryer. Yeah. That's why yeah. you go to a professional to get you your hair shampooed. Yeah. And get out, you know, hey. You can't like I said, it depends. Right. <laughs> person. You sit down, do your ca- cal- calculations and see uh-huh. if it's beneficial for you. You know, but like okay. I said, if you know how to maintain your own natural hair through your natural hair care stylist uh-huh. and, and get a recommendate recommended products that that salon is Tell you know, using you. on you, you know, do it, you know, learn it. And then, you know, do your in-between things when you're done with your braids for a month or two. You know what okay. I mean? But Lola, I don't know how to do my hair at home. I have to come to a stylist. <laughs> what you going to do? I just have to come there, but I don't have the money. A lot of money like that. What you what you think? That's why I said, I'm going to show you what to do. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I'm going to show, show you what to do. And you got to do it. If you can't two-strand twist your own hair, and if you can't comb your hair from the ends up to the roots, I don't think I think you need a uh, in-home hairstyle. By then, you gotta hire somebody, right? Okay, you get, you know because you know it's not hard, right? Yeah. Well, let also, the, let, let is everyone so dry and br- like my hair is I I um I I I use good shampoo and I use good conditioner. So when I blow my hair out, it's not hard. No, it's, it's all, not using the right product. That's all I did was blow my hair out. Yeah. And I well, put gel the on the side. Let, let, let the viewers know how to contact you. Okay, you can contact me on my website. You can see what all I have to offer. You can see what I'm about um, and everything at all com. All A-L-L, brace, B-R-A-I-D-S, A-N-D, haircare.com. And you can also call me on my phone, mm-hmm. cell phone, 612-250-0306. Again, my number is 612-250-0306. And um, yeah, you can, e- you can email me as you, if you like, you know, mm-hmm. you can email me at allbracinghaircare uh, at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. 
it's all spelled out so it's easy you know okay. and so contact me that way you know mm -hmm. got three contacts there uh -huh. You know, let me know if you're interested in taking a hair braiding course and you can be a professional. You can be in a shop, work in a shop. You can work with cosmetologists. Yeah. You can work in a co cosmetology salon if you like. And uh -huh. you only going to be going through my training for only three months. And okay. you can make as much money, even more money than the hairstylist that went for 1,550 hours. Hey, that's right. Hey, oh, Jeff has a question before we close. Uh -huh. My daughter has beautiful long hair. She had a silk press before. My question is that, is that good for a 10 year old to get? I believe so, yes. Why not? You know, she, she it's not a chemical. Right. right. So I was getting relaxed when I was seven years old <laughs> because my mom didn't know what to do with my hair. Okay. So, you know, she don't have to worry about the chemical burns. Okay. Right. She can right. just wear her silk press and wear that for two weeks and, and just do conditioning treatments and, you know, that natural hair care, uh, stylist or technician should be able to evaluate her hair and let you know look she's been lacking moisture she lacking protein and her scalp is dry and she need a hot oil treatment so oh, yeah. if you've run into a, a, a natural hair care specialist or technician that know mm -hmm. how to evaluate and do a thorough consultation your daughter gonna be looking silky smooth with her silk press Hey, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For her natural hair. Yes, yes, yes. It has been a phenomenal, great interview. Yes, I'm very sure. educational, Lola. Thank yes, you. I've been doing this for 25 years, girl. You know what? This is not easy. You know, I had I got a lot of experience under my belt. Mm -hmm. I can, uh, man, nobody can tell me anything about natural hair. Or you know, taking care of the natural hair or in the cosmetology field. I know everything about hair and I love it. It's my passion. This is what I do. God put me in this position for a reason, and that's because He knows I'm faithful to what I and the skills that He provided me to do this. You know, He gave exactly. me this blessing, He yes. gave me, you know, the, the shine his grace and on me to be able to be in this position I am in right now and to be. The first hair braid school in Minnesota, you know, yeah. and I'm gonna keep saying that. You know why? Because that's my title, and I'm proud of it. Yes, something you have We're proud, No one can tell you anything different. So no. you know, you gotta claim your title and who you are as an individual. If not, then you know who are you? Right, <laughs> right. exactly. And tell them soon. Be opening up in uh, Minneapolis. Oh yes, me and my sister, we're going fifty fifty on a hair braid school in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. and that's going to be epic because you know what? I got friends that's there. They know, and I got people there that started with me and know yes. a lot about me and know a lot about us, period. Yes. And they know all the work I have put in to be in the position I am now. I talked about this since, like I said, 2003. You know, I've been, I, I want to do it, but I've been verbal about it since like 2003. Like, man, yes. this is what I want to do. I want to have my own product line. I want to have a natural hair braid school, you know, yes. because you know what? This is what we need as a black community. Yes. You know, yes. we don't have nothing. We need something for ourselves. We need to be proud of our culture and yes. who we are as individuals yes. and what our hair stands for. Yes. That's right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Lola. Thank you. We appreciate having you. You really I, I appreciate our you platform. guys having me. You know, so you know, maybe we do this again. Like I said, yes, I want to see. I want you know because, like I said, I need my you know uh, people that inspired me. You know, I need to go see them. I need to go visit them. 
like I want to go see see Talia Wajad, you know, I want to go see her what she's doing now, you know, and I want to do an interview with her, you know, and let her know what I'm doing now and how she inspired me and right. what we can do together to click yes. up and you know do something like a big old natural hair uh hair yeah. beauty show, you right. know. Uh so yeah, so I know they had she was telling me back then that mm -hmm. they did have one and but who's taking over now? Who's doing it? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, we all need to get together as professional, you know, natural hair care specialists and, you know, have our own hair shows and, um, and you know, stuff like that and vendors and everything and for people to buy products from us and stuff like that as a black people, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was about to go. Hey, okay. thank you. Yeah. Appreciate thank you. you. Thank you. Yes. Have a good day. Have a good night. Happy yeah, Wednesday. You thank you guys.